What's up, everybody? Welcome to FNG Podcast. We back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. And how about that? No, fuck that, dude. We missed two weeks. Yeah, we missed two weeks. This is week three of football now. We didn't even get to talk about week two, week one, week two, where I would have fucking yelled, how about them Cowboys? But now we're after week three. We lost to fucking Arizona Cardinals. We fucking had no business fucking beating us, skill-wise. And... Who had no- I don't even want to fucking say how about them Cowboys. What do you mean they weren't capable skill wise? Like they they're just not on that same level. Which part? Their defense? Their defense is pretty stout. I don't know any of their fucking players other than Connor, and that's it. Well, yeah, because maybe don't Hollywood Brown. That's on offense though. Yeah, I know. But I even just- on defense, who who's on de- on their defense? Buda Baker's out. That's one of the main guys that I would know. He's not playing. I don't know. I don't follow the Cardinals. But I know they're not they're not slouches. Ooh, they're also me. ranked thirty second on just about every fucking power ranking. That shit don't mean nothing. Well, that's why it's called any given Sunday. Exactly. But we shouldn't have lost that game. So fuck the Cowboys. Well, I, I'll put it to you like and this. fuck this season. No, I'm gonna put it to you like this. The Cowboys, and this is in the words of Mister Herm Edwards, we are who they we thought they were. So so we we've missed two weeks, right? So, right. Hype train, fucking week one, you know, smacking the shit out of the Giants, bro. Fucking 40 to zero. You know, everyone was all high on the, not, they were high on the Giants off, off season. You know, they came in, it was the first game of the season. Nobody knows anything about how these teams are going to look, but they're all high on the Giants because they had picked up Darren Waller. Fucking, they running with the coach of the year from last year. You know, he, their coach had won it. Right. <clears throat> um, so it was like, Coming in and smacking the shit out of them, everyone's like, "Well, it was the Giants," and I and I understand that. But there was a lot of hype behind Danny uh, Danny Dimes, which I thought was funny because I had seen uh, that dude Skip Bayless call him uh, Danny Pennies during the game because you know they weren't playing that well. Right. Then uh, Darren Waller, Saquon was back. Like it was a huge hype train for the Giants. Like they thought the Cowboys would win, but. You know, they didn't want to count out the Giants. We get we molly them motherfuckers. I'm only going to call them motherfuckers because they're, you know, the New York Giants and they're rival to the Cowboys. Obviously, they're still very skilled. They did come back to beat Arizona in week two. Anyway, that's beside the point. The That was week one for us. I was all fucking, like, hype. I was like, fucking killed the Giants. I It's a rival, so it's a little more. For me personally, I know you're not as passionate and then we go and play the Jets, which unfortunately was not against Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, it was about the, the storylines were about how the Giants or the Jets have the top three defense. Their defense is fantastic and this and that. And they are. They were really good. They kept us out of the end zone. I think we scored eight points. We had a t- one touchdown with a two point conversion. Mm-hmm. And then everything else was field goals to get to 30. I thought we had scored two touchdowns. No, you're right. It was because it was 15. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We had the one touchdown with two point conversion and then we had one another touchdown. But uh but even then, the rest of that was what? That would have made it five field goals that we made. Right. They, that that's five times they kept us out of the end zone. We still got points, but it wasn't all that it should have been. So they still had a really good defense. Our defense was better. We held them to 10 points, which if that coverage didn't break down, it might have been less than that on that crazy ass slant from uh garrett wilson and he took it all the way to the house i mean honestly i think the jets kind of exposed us 100 percent. you think so yeah 
I mean, Zach Wilson coming into it, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers goes down week one, mm-hmm. right? Get it. Shit sucks. But then, you know, week two, you're going into it and they're getting a little bit better. And, you, you know, you're going against the number one ranked defense, still shaky offense, still trying to figure it out. And again, like you said, they held us to fucking five field goals. And then we, you know, we scored a couple touchdowns, but again, fluke shit. You know what I mean? In my opinion, like they were, they were holding us. Their off, their defense got tired because their offense wasn't clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, and then I think they well, also had a couple. And then the offensive fourth, linemen. the fourth quarter is when we had the through two interceptions, three interceptions. Yeah, they had protected the ball pretty well, except for that fourth quarter. And that was when they got desperate. You know, what I mean, you're down. 20 points, you got to go to the air. You know it's coming. Yeah. You're not going to run the ball. You can play cover four, cover three, something like that, and leave it open because, you know, like I said, the, the, you're, they're not running the ball. So Yeah. But, yeah, so the hype, the I mean, the headlines for that week was Jets have the top three defense. How will Dak and the group look? And they were moving the ball fairly well until they got to that red zone where there's less field to cover, which is like – a benefit for the defense because there's not so much behind them that they have to protect. Right. So you're literally your back is up against the wall and you just have to protect that that last part. And that's where they were able to step up. Other than that, the Cowboys were moving the ball fairly well. Um, so, I mean, I thought after that one, I was like, we're looking good. After like, the Jets? Fucking Arizona. No. Uh, after the Jets, yeah. Yeah. I thought we were still looking really well. We were basically two games in point differential was 60 it was 70 to 10 right granted of those 40 that was another point from week one was the we had a block block field goal return for a touchdown correct we had the pick six and i felt like there was one other score that wasn't our offense on there like a punt return maybe kick return something like that but there was like three scores that weren't the offense and shit even then that was in like the first quarter quarter and a half yeah. Like before we even, the offense even put anything on the board. Well, we said we. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you out there on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fan, fans are part of this too. But, um, yeah. And then we get into week three and I was like, I hope they don't sleep on these guys. Because like you said, the Jet, I mean, the Cardinals have been in both of their first games. Yeah. They just didn't know how to close it out in the fourth quarter. Yep. So I was like, I really, and I was a little nervous. Like, I'm like, it's the fucking Cardinals. Like, I'm not, I shouldn't be worried about this. But I I went into it a little worried because I was like, if they start sleeping on these guys, we're going to get smacked. And it sure as fuck, that's what it looked like. Granted, we were missing. And that that was the one thing that made me think about you was, uh, fuck, what's his name? Our, Our guard. He sat out in the preseason until he got paid. Zach Martin. Zach Martin. Zach Martin sat out, got his money, and now he's already missing a game three weeks in. Right. I don't. From what I understood, his injury wasn't that extensive, like extensive that he needed to miss time. Yeah, but I think I think it was also they they took it into consideration that they were playing Arizona, so they figured it. They're like, they well, could survive you, it. yeah, you we could survive if you sit this out, and then Arizona came and punched them right in the fucking they mouth. They sure fucking did. <coughs> I mean, I. I mean, I only watched the second half of that game. That was the half you didn't want to watch. I mean, you didn't want to watch any of that game, but... Yeah, that game was fucking horrible. Yeah, it was really bad. We weren't doing shit in the pick by Dak. Like, it was just... I mean, it was just a fucking horrible-ass game. <laughs> yeah. 
He said he tried to make it out like he had a tight window that he thought he could fit it into, and the linebacker just played, made a great play on it, and then they like do the still frame of like where everybody is, and it's literally the receiver was fully covered. That's by one defender. Then you had the linebacker that picked it off. That was two defenders, and then there was a third one that was on the other side closing in, and it was like, dude, why would you make that throw? There wasn't even a window for you to make it into. Yeah, I, I mean, and and then on top of that, I could understand if he would have lobbed it up and gave his receiver a chance, but bro, he threw it right to the fucking defender. Defender, like, dude, he didn't even give the like. I don't understand what tight window he was trying to do. Like, if he would have lobbed it where only his receiver can go get it, understandable, one hundred percent. Trying to thread the needle, yeah, just makes no fucking sense. Again, yeah, he proved my point. Dak's not the guy. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, you can't blame Dak on that one. No, why no, can't I? No, you can blame Dak on that one. Yeah. Absolutely. They're like, well, that's his first interception, blah, 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 and, all that and, shit. And that's what I was going to get at. It took three games for him to get his first interception. But that was the whole thing throughout this whole offseason is the interceptions are not going to be a problem. And when it's clutch time, like, I understand if we scored, it was down to like three minutes and something left in the game. Like, Arizona still needed to get the ball, which who – we weren't able to get off the field with their offense. They were constantly mo- moving the chains. So there's no telling how else the rest of the game was going to go, even if Dak did make the throw. But that was the biggest point was the interceptions from last year being a concern. And then for you to throw a pick in a clutch moment where you have to be clutch to give ourselves a better chance to win it. where we, Yeah, like so we, we can close that gap and then uh, – Give ourselves a chance to win if we can get the defense to make a stop. You can't throw that interception. No. But you know what I think, too? What what I think is funny? McCarthy's running that offense like he's got Aaron Rodgers back there, and he don't have Aaron Rodgers. You think so? Fuck yeah, dude. The fast pace, the moving, the all the other shit. Nah, I don't think they did a lot of fast pace this week. They uh, did it a lot against the Giants. Uh, not the Giants. The Jets. And it looked good running it fast paced. I don't think they did a lot of fast pace against the no, Cardinals. Did. It didn't feel like it. Oh, it's just because we suck. Maybe. It was a lot of three and outs, a lot of fucking, like, that's the thing. We were on the ball quick and not doing shit. Like, that was the thing. We're, you're supposed to keep them on the heels when you're getting some momentum, and they just couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. Well, how you feel about Pollard? How how he's been doing? As far as what? Being our number one back. He's okay. I think so, too. I want to see that fucking uh, Vaughn. More. Oh, you want to see him more? I was like, he's been out there. He's had a couple good runs. Yeah. But Dowdle's been running good, too. I'd run dual back, honestly. And just rotate Dowdle and Vaughn? Yeah. As the second back? Well, then I guess you're technically running fucking three backs. Yeah, just run yeah. the three backs. Keep them guessing. <laughs> call it call it a fucking duo, but it's, you're running three backs if you're rotating them all. I mean, I felt, I felt like it was a... Uh, I don't. I won't say that it it was predictable, but it was almost like it was predictable. Like you could tell. Yeah, like you said, we, they were who we thought they were. Yeah, because it, it ended in the same. Fa- and that's what pissed me off the most is that you know. And then everybody was also saying like, "Oh, well, the Giants or the Cowboys are two and zero, but look who the, who they beat." And I was like, "You guys kept hyping up these other teams, and now that we beat them in in dominating fashion, it's like, oh, well, they're nobody." Like. You can't hype up a team and then fucking when we beat them the way we do and then be like, 
oh, well, it's just the Jets or it's just the Giants. Like, I understand they're not the fucking Niners or they're not the fucking Kansas City Chiefs or the Bengals who haven't been doing that well this season so far. But, you know, those are top teams that are make the playoffs year after year or, or even the Eagles. Eagles are 3-0 and now. They haven't looked that great, but they're fucking 3-0. and They're fucking closing out games. Oh, I watched the game last night. Holy shit. The clock management on that is, is fucking amazing. For Dude, the, the Eagles played that game fucking perfectly. Did they? Yeah. You didn't watch the game? No. Oh, dude, Tampa went down and scored. They had nine minutes left, down by fucking ten points or two touchdowns or something like that. All their defense had to do was get a stop. Fucking Eagles orchestrated a fucking, like, ten-play, nine-minute drive. Some shit like that. Fucking ran out the clock. In the fourth? In the fourth. Oh, okay. Yeah, just dominated that fourth quarter. Like, I wish our Cowboys were like that. And we're just not. We aren't built like that. We're not made to be like that like they're they're oh you're talking about offensively yeah like oh yeah offensively i feel like we're just meant for flashes of offense yes. of, yeah like i feel like the defense well granted we lost our top fucking corner but i feel like our defense was built for dominance yeah but i mean my here's my thing like with the whole Diggs thing like yes that is a major fucking loss but how did Diggs? my and this is my question this is what Everybody was talking about, like, the defense looks so different with Diggs not in there, right? And I was like, okay, explain to me how Diggs was going to stop that fucking run up the gut in the heart. You know, that that first rushing touchdown where they fucking punch the Cowboys right in the fucking mouth. They're like, well, you know, they lost Diggs. Diggs is a fucking corner. He covers fucking wide receivers. Yeah. You know, if they're catching fucking – if they got a wide out going fucking – you know, 10 for 300 or something like that, then yes, obviously Diggs was a big contributing factor. And I'm not saying that Diggs is not a big fucking factor, but again, in a running offense, it's on the line, it's on the linebackers. If he's getting to the fucking corners and it's already too late, that the front two lot did, did not do their job. Yeah, the front seven. Yeah, so I mean, I, well, I meant front, you know, you know what I meant. But even at that, so the front seven didn't do their fucking job Yeah. if Diggs is making the tackle. So I don't understand how they're saying, well, without Diggs, you know, the defense looks completely different. I mean, I obviously I get he's a leader in the fucking Yeah, I think that's that's the two biggest points. He's a turnover machine because what really surprised me and I remember it from his rookie season is he just doesn't give up on the play. There he had already a, a forced fumble this year. Right. Like he's known for picks because, you know, he's got good hands. Okay. But he it's also his his ability to not give up on a play, he'll go and he'll chase the player down, and he still tries to go for the ball. He had that strip sack this year. I mean, not strip sack, but a, a he had a forced fumble this year. And then um, from his rookie year, there was one that he got beat bad. And the the receiver that caught it kind of lit off the throttle a little bit because he knew he had some gap between him and Diggs, and Diggs didn't stop pursuit. Went up there and punched the ball out. And flew out the end zone. Yeah, against that was way back in yeah. Okay, DK Metcalf. Yeah, so like that kind of mentality is a huge loss. And then, like you said, his leadership—he does a lot of talking on the sideline, and then also out out on the field trying to you know get his boys like focused, I guess. But those were the two guys that I I already knew I was hoping for no injuries. It was Diggs and Parsons, which Parsons did not show up in Arizona either. He, he finally got that sack in third quarter, fourth quarter. 
I didn't even I didn't even realize he got a sack. Yeah, he had one sack. He finally he had finally gotten to the quarterback, but he had zero flashes the the whole game other than that, pretty much. Like they were just fucking handling him. He was a non factor in that whole game. That's why I was surprised that you said that you thought the Jets exposed us because I feel like people are going to follow whatever fucking Arizona was doing because they completely shut down Parsons the whole fucking game. But that's what that's what I'm saying. I think the Jets exposed us and the Arizona capitalized on it. Nah, I think it's going to be going not going forward. I think it's going to be because Arizona exposed us because Parsons was still all over that field during the Jets game. There was no fucking holding Parsons back from anywhere on the Jets. Right, right. So, I mean, but again, you watch that. And that's why I said, like, Parsons is a great player, right? But he has tails. And you can see the tails. So, again, when you when he's doing the flashes against the Jets, there were some things that they were doing that they were catching him, right? Like, yes, you're right. He was in the backfield a lot. And I think he got a couple sacks in that game. Yeah. Right. But there was a lot of the time where he didn't get a sack. And he was doing things like that. And again, once you start to see his tails and you can you can get that away, dude, it's fucking simple. You know, you ever watch Dion talk about like whenever he used to cover wide receivers? The way he's like watching what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah same thing with fucking defenders. Oh, yeah. It's with everybody. It's even with uh, offensive linemen and shit like that. It's like even like whether their fucking foot is like straight forward or if it's like off to the side a little bit, it's going to tell you which way they're going to be fucking heading towards on the block. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it I mean, yeah, I, just, I, I get what you're saying about tails and stuff like that. And, yeah. and you're right. Everybody's fucking got them. It's just learning what they are, see, which like, is what the great players do. They fucking watch the tape and they try to figure out those tails. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like the jets, because the jets did, I mean, I can't remember what fucking play it was. And I remember I was like, damn, they picked up Parsons pretty decent like they shut him down on that play like he wasn't even a contributing factor in that one and then they did it again like later on and i was like shit they just run that all the time then you're good like that's one less guy you got to worry about you know what i mean yeah and then i feel like arizona ran this exact same shit constantly yeah and well that's exactly what they must have done because parsons was just non-existent so because it was and i know he got one sack for sure because I remember saying, I was like, oh, there's Parsons. I was like, he ain't fucking flashed off the screen all goddamn game. And then he fucking got a sack like two plays later. And I was like, oh, okay. There he is. Little too too little, too late, buddy. Yeah, I'm just. Oh, no. Then we're going to New England. Yep. Already coming out with the. They're interrogating Will Greer. <laughs> trying to fucking figure out the Cowboys hand signals. I think, we lo- I think we're going to lose that game. No. Uh... Nope, you had us winning it. Don't change your don't change your mind now, fool. We got our picks in before the season. Oh, no, I'm saying like I'm gonna stick with that. I don't. I, I get two shits about that right now. Yeah, let's go over that real quick. Am we, I up or we even? Uh, you were up. You you were up strictly. If I go pick for pick, you are up. You have two picks right, one pick wrong, which we both got wrong because it was Arizona. We had them winning in Arizona. Well, what do we have different? Uh, the Jets game. I oh. had us losing. You had us winning. Oh, okay. So I'm up. How much do we do? Ten dollars a game. Fifty bucks a game. What I think so. Wait, fifty bucks a game. Well, fuck! I just gave you options. I think so. No, I was talking about the ten. I heard the ten, and then I said I think so because I think that's what it was. I think it was ten, and we had how many different? One, two, three, four. I want to say it was five, but it looks like it's just the four. Four different. 
Damn, dude. That week 16 game is looking scary now. Which one? Looking super scary. Fucking Miami. In Miami. Bro, Miami killed fucking Denver. Fuck, bro. They're killing everybody. I I mean, all they got... Well, shit. They got everybody... Fuck. They have everybody. Like, it's just like... It's... They're just clicking. But, dude. Like, it sucked losing to Arizona. But at least we didn't fucking put up, let them put up 70 points. And he, here's here's the thing that I thought was funny. I just saw it today. Was talking about, uh, what's what's the Miami's coach's name? Fuck, I can't remember his name. McDan- McDaniels? No. Oh. No, that's the Raiders coach, right? Yeah. Anyway, he, the Miami head coach, uh, I guess, attempted to interview for the Denver head coaching position before Peyton got it. Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Um, he had tried to go in and interview for the Denver position, and they, they told him, no, we're not interested. And they said that he is – they were three points in field goal range, three points away from breaking the NFL record of most points scored in a game. The okay. record was at 72. Right. They hit the three points. They took that record. Right. And he chose to kneel it down in the game instead of to putting up the three points for the record. That didn't end the game. That's what they were saying. Turnover on downs. Turnover on downs? Yeah, it was fourth down. Like a minute left. From the Denver. Yeah. Yeah. And Miami finished the game, right? With the ball? No, Denver didn't. Oh, okay. Well, because my instead of going for the field goal, like a minute left. He just nailed it. They just took a kneel on fourth down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But still, like he had an opportunity and decided to just kneel it, kneel it down. Yeah, give him the mercy rule. And they were saying that, like, that's sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. He had the opportunity to rub it into a, a franchise's face that denied him an opportunity for their head coaching position and said, we won't take the record. Here you go. That's a bigger. This, this is the deal. That's a bigger shit. In, uh, honest, in my opinion, that's taking a bigger shit on my doorstep, to be honest with you. I could break the record with you. I just choose not to break the record with you. <laughs> You're yeah. not worthy. Yeah, you ain't worth it. I'll take this knee. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. we just put up seventy on you. Suck. You suck. You know what I mean? Seventy fucking. Po- I don't think I've ever seen that before. Broncos, let's ride. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought they were playing Madden insane. or some shit. No shit, dude. Because I think it was in early in the fourth quarter. Or maybe in the third quarter, they were already up like fucking 40 or 50 something points. And they still fucking ran it in for a touchdown. And I was like, bro, this is like Madden shit where you just like sticking it to them. Shit. What were they saying? That nobody scored that many points in the NFL game since like 1966 or some shit like that? Yeah, that's when the record was set. Like, fuck, dude. 70 fucking points. That's fucking nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Tua went ham. He's but, just been fucking on fire. This but Tua, Tua was giving it to fucking uh, Tyreek. No, what's what's the fuck's that motherfucker's name? The Patrick coach. Sertain. Oh, for the Broncos. Yeah, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Sean Payton said that Tua was overrated or some shit like that. Oh, so I was a fucking. What did he throw for fucking four hundred eighty thousand yards or some 480, shit? Four hundred eighty thousand. No, he he threw for a lot. I don't even. I mean, dude, that's fucking nuts. And, yeah, and and the main thing is. And it's I'm I'm assuming that they they've gotten better on the O line, but that that's the main thing for them is keeping uh, Tua protected. We know how that dude's uh, concussion uh, prone. 
Oh, shit. He only threw for 309. Nah, I thought he hit 400. Uh, 309 and four touchdowns. How much was it last week then? I think it was last week that he threw four something. No, week one. Last week he did 249, one touchdown, one interception. Week one he did 466, three touchdowns, one interception, one fumble. And this one he did 309, four touchdowns. No picks. No picks. No rushing touchdowns. Even San Francisco. I think San Francisco's still been looking good every time I talk to Mario about him because that's his team and he actually watches their games mm-hmm. through and through like I do for the Cowboys. He's not happy with his team right now. They're 3-0, and but he's not. He's like, we don't look like we where we should be. He's like, our defense isn't playing that great and our offense isn't fully clicking. I was like, dude, at least y'all are fucking 3-0. and We over here losing to fucking Arizona. Bro, how does C.J. Stroud fifth in passing yards this year, like so far? Because he's making throws. Jesus. Runs after catch. I don't know. Fucking Dax over here in the fucking bottom half of this goddamn. Passing leader? Yeah. Not even the top well, he, 10. He's been doing a, a lot of uh, dinking and dunking little short throws. It's been a lot of fucking short throws for Dak this year. Any of the passes that he's taken downfield are typically incomplete. I think he's hit Gallup for one, and I think CD for one, over 20 yards. That I can remember off of memory. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the hoping, fool. Here, here's the hoping that McCarthy's like keeping his good plays in his back pocket for later in the season. But I'm with you, man. It's fucking right back to where we are. They are who we thought they were. Oh, same yeah. mistakes, same bullshit fucking play calls, same fucking just like well, just they, same old Cowboys. They thought it was Kellen Moore and it ain't Kellen Moore. No, I thought it was Kellen Moore. Yeah. For goddamn sure. And it wasn't. It's that. It's fucking, it's the leader on the field. Okay. As long as we ain't blaming McCarthy. Because I don't think it's McCarthy's fault. <sighs> I think McCarthy has too much faith in Dak. Like I said, he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers back there. Dak's not, Dak's not a field general. He's not going to sit there and fucking, I feel like he doesn't read defenses very well. That could be it. Like, even when he audibles, like, I see him audible, he's all, check, check, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Bob Ross, Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross, Bob Ross. Okay, cool. It's going to be a draw, guys. Yeah, incomplete. (laughs) Fuck. That one made me laugh, dude. I think that was from last year. He's yelling, Bob Ross, Bob Ross, and the announcer's like, Bob Ross, it must be a draw. (laughs) It's like, who comes up with these audibles? Shit, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and tell the defense exactly what we're going to fucking run. It's like they were thinking it's almost too obvious they won't fucking think it's really going to happen. Yeah. It don't it don't make no fucking sense. The motherfucker said Bob Ross. I'd rather take an old Omaha in our fucking backfield there. Yeah, no shit. Now it's going to be T-Swift. Oh, you want to bring T-Swift in? Hell yeah. Bro, Kelsey and T-Swift, huh? Ain't that some shit? She's going to write a song about that dude. Dude, that's exactly what I said this weekend. I was like, she's just going out with him so she can fucking come up with her breakup song. No shit. She needs a new one. She needs a new hit. I forgot they were talking. They were talking about Kelsey had downgraded from like the girl he was dating before, and it was like a YouTube short or some shit like that, right? Okay. But he was like, he's like, man. He goes, he goes, uh, Kelsey downgraded, and they showed the picture of his ex or a girl that he was dating or some shit like that, and then now they got T Swift. Yeah. T Swift was like this thin paper thin thing. And, and they got some dude talking about, yeah, but she's worth a, almost what, a billion? Almost worth a billion? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing some 
tacos and some squats can't fix or some shit like that. <laughs> I was like, damn. They ain't lying. But nah, dude. I thought, I, like, every, like, there's so many people invested to that whole thing with Taylor Swift and Kel, uh, Kelsey that just, it blows my mind that, like, people are that into who Kelsey's dating. I, I guess he had some fucking dating show that he was on prior. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I thought it was funny that they were showing her cheering up in the uh, suite that she was in with Travis's mom and everything else. Right. And then uh, reports were coming out that after the game, Travis rented out a whole restaurant for teammates and Taylor Swift and his mom and his dad went, had a party there till like 2 a.m. And I'm just like, oh, that's not the part that got me. The part that got me was um, when they got there, the restaurant workers told the people that were already eating there, your meal's been paid for, but you got to get the fuck out of here now. That's what's up. <laughs> and people were pissed. Why? I was like, shit, bring me a to-go box. Let's go. Because somebody else paid for your meal, you'd be cool with it? Huh? Because they paid for your meal, you'd be cool with it? If a baller-ass motherfucker came and rented out the fucking the restaurant and said, hey, I'm going to pay for your meal, but get the fuck out, obviously, it's probably not a cheap-ass restaurant. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, these meals probably weren't that cheap that they paid for for these people that were eating there. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe everything's a little bit different. But one of the things that I saw from, like, it was in the thing, but it was from, like, a commenter, was uh, privileged or abuse of power or something like that. And it had me laughing, and I was like, they got fucking money. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They want to rent out the whole fucking restaurant, like... I don't understand how that makes them privileged. I mean, it does. I mean, it does. You think so? Yeah. I mean, to an extent. You know what I mean? I think it's just hard. It's just it's just one of those things. Like, I, I see it from both sides of the spectrum. Like, like I said, I'm assuming that this is some high-end restaurant, right? So, obviously, you have to be make some money to go there, mm-hmm. right? So, again, if it's just a rich motherfucker versus a rich motherfucker, then no harm, no foul. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's a love story in the making, I guess. Or it's we'll another hit it song. Yeah, or another hit song. Taylor Swift. Nah, he didn't fall for it this time. Nope. He got mad at me earlier because I called her Taylor Swift. Nah, it's T-Swift. It's T-Swift. That's T-Swift. Nah, her name's Taylor Swift. Why do they call her fans Swifties? Huh? Her fans, they call them Swifties. I don't know, it just sounds dumb as fuck to me. I mean... Like, I understand the wordplay of it, you know, being Taylor Swift and their Swifties. I don't know, but it just, it sounds like a dumb fucking name. To be a Swiftie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, I mean, you're a diehard Cowboys fan. They call you losers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking, I, I get it. fucking asshole. <laughs> I get it. You know I what I mean? I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> Ah, I should fucking know better by now. No shit. Motherfucker was lost for a second. I sure was. Fucking asshole. Yeah. They call you losers. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan too, but I'll never be a loser. No, but uh, I mean, it, like I said, I, I don't know, dude. All I know is my Longhorns are rolling. You know, I've been watching more college than I have been. Pros. Pros. Uh, Kansas State this weekend? Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Both undefeated. That'd be that's gonna be a good game. It'd be a oh, good Oh, speaking of undefeated, what'd you think about that Colorado game? Oh, they got punched the fucking mouth. 
fuck, dude. They got fucked up. Yeah, but I mean that. You thought that was expected? Yeah, that was gonna happen. What happened? What happened to their dual threat guy, Hunter? Oh, he got hurt last week. Did he? Yeah. And see, that was the other controversy that everybody was talking about too. They were like, "Oh man, it was a it was a dirty hit, right?" Even Dion came out and said it wasn't a dirty. Was, was, was not a dirty hit? Yeah, it was a football play. Okay. But, dude, they started fucking threatening that dude. Like, oh, we're going to kill you. Like, all kinds of shit. He was getting death threats. The guy that hit yeah. the Colorado player? Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought it was malicious or some shit. It's like, bro, um, it's football. I mean, the- was it was it a couple? Like, he he's going to be out for a few weeks. He has, like, a lacerated liver or some shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, he took a hit. Did like, he? Yeah. Okay, I must have missed that. I don't remember him getting hurt. And all I saw was I, I did watch most of the game of the Oregon Colorado where the Colorado was just getting smacked. It was because um, everyone everyone was shortchanging Oregon. Oregon was a good team last year. Were they? And they retained most of their players. So I mean, like to to think that they weren't going to be good this year, they were good last year. Like that makes zero sense. Yeah. Um. So after the game, sometime later in the on on that Saturday. I had seen a thing that Travis Hunter had texted Dion saying, like, I need to play for us to win. Like, almost saying, like, I need to be in next week's game. You're not telling me no. And it also showed Dion's response saying, like, your your future's brighter than mine ever was. You need to rest and get healthy. Uh-huh. Telling him, like, no, you're not going to play because your future is more important than you going in unhealthy and risking more injury. Correct. And everyone was applauding Dion for that. And it's like, well, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Dion truly cares about the guys he's got playing for him right now. Oh, Dion's cutthroat. Dion's cutthroat. Like, honestly, I don't. I, I, next week they play USC. Bro, that's going to be a fucking game. Colorado and USC? Yeah. Like, everyone was sleeping on Oregon because, again, I don't know I don't know why. Like, they had a good D. They had a good D. They had a good defense and a good offense. Like, I mean, they were all around a good team. Like, I don't know why you fucking shit on them, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready for that Red River rivalry, man. I don't follow Red River rivalry. (laughs) It's hard for me to say that three times fast. Right. No shit. Too many R's. And, uh, but I'm I'm ready for that one. Like, I don't follow callers like you do. I've been trying to watch a little bit more of the Horns this year, but that Red River rivalry. (laughs) <laughs> that game is always great. Oh, it's always yeah. it always seems like those games are fucking instant classics. It is just such a pride game between Oklahoma and fucking UT. Speaking of which, how many years has it been since we played A&M? Mm. Cuz I know that tradition's supposed to be coming back too. Yeah. Um uh, fuck, that was Justin Tucker's last game. Was it really? Yeah, it was a senior year. That's when we found out he was the GOAT. Mm, 2013? Fuck, dude. It's going to be almost 10 years. Or it is 10 years since the last time we played A&M. 2011. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That, well, I mean, obviously, I don't college or I don't watch uh, college ball as much. But it, that's crazy. Yeah, our next meeting is 2024 next year. Yeah, I know they were bringing it back. Oh, man, dude, that's crazy. That used to – that and, and – OU, those were the two games, pride, biggest pride games of for Texas, in my opinion. Now, Texas used to play Alabama every year, too. Alabama? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. We used to play Alabama, Oklahoma, A&M. Those were always big fucking games. 
I don't remember Alabama, but the Oklahoma, Oklahoma is always a fucking like almost instant classic every fucking time they meet up. And then uh, A&M used to always be big games. I can't believe it's been fucking 2011. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's how long A&M's been in the, been in the SEC now? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they moved the next, that 2012. 2012. <sighs> yep. Fucking right. UT, Cowboys. At least UT's doing better. Shit, Rangers number one in the fucking West. West. I saw that this morning and I was like, really? After all them games they lost? Yeah, they went on a, on a heater. Are they still losing right now? Yeah, they're losing. Oh, okay. We got a two and a half game lead right now, so we're good. How many more games are left in the season? Uh, Not many, because doesn't postseason start like October 1st? Two, three, four, five games. Five games left? Yeah, so five games left. So that'll be pretty interesting. So, what I guess it's going, what was your rant that you wanted to talk about? That's what I was going to bring up. Um, How do I word it? Oh, we were talking about our pumpkin spice and shit, right? And okay. I was like, all right, it's like a seasonal thing. It reminds you that fall's coming. And then it it popped into my head. I was like, except fall always is starting in like fucking late August, early September now. All the fucking Halloween shit starts coming out. All the fucking, even Christmas shit's coming out. And I'm like, can we get back to the way it was where fall started in like late September, early October? Instead of having all of this shit come out. Like, I have people in the neighborhood that are fucking got their Halloween decorations up for, like, three weeks now. Bro, Halloween is the last day in fucking October. Why are you putting up your shit two months in advance? It damn near defeats the purpose of the fucking holiday. Motherfucker, do you put your Christmas lights up on the day of Christmas? Fuck no. That's the same fucking thing. No, it's not. I'm not putting my lights up fucking two months early. My Christmas lights have never gone on this house earlier than after Thanksgiving. That would be November 27th, 28th would be like the earliest my lights go up. They are not going up before the fucking holiday that's before it. But that's just because you're lazy. No. No. It's because I have respect for the other fucking holidays. What? (laughs) What other holidays is there between now and Halloween? Well, I'm not talking about for Halloween. I'm talking about for Christmas. Oh, okay. Nah, motherfucker. It takes you a week to digest all the turkey you eat, and then you're like, all right, I'll put the lights up. Nah, it ain't a week. Maybe like three days. Motherfucker, you said the 27th. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Thanksgiving is usually like 24th, 25th, 26th. I don't think it's ever been that late. Well, like, well, let's see. Oops. This so year's on the 22nd. 23rd. 23rd. I mean, I- way, that's my rant, bro. Like, I'm so sick and tired of seeing fucking holiday things coming out like so far in advance of when the holiday is actually coming next thing you know like even then like we've talked about black friday sales and stuff like that like they're not really sales they just you know it's, it's a marketing scheme but black friday used to always be black friday right right everyone have their thanksgiving meals the stores would open friday at their normal time. Maybe a couple hours earlier. Like 6 o'clock in the morning. Shit. No, before. I'm talking about way back in the day. When's way back in the day? Like fucking 90s back in the day. Bro, I don't even think they had fucking Black Friday back then. No, they did. I, my, my family was always about Black Friday. We'd be at my aunt's house for Thanksgiving. 
and they'd all sort all the all the girls that wanted to go shopping for Black Friday be circling around, fucking going through the circulars that came out for the Black Friday sales. But the stores wouldn't open until like six o'clock in the morning. Nah, dude. I, honestly, I think they opened even earlier than that. Anyway, and now we've gotten to the point where they they were opening at midnight Thursday, Friday morning, and then they started opening up at like eight o'clock. And then it was like six o'clock on Thanksgiving Day, and it's just like, bro, like it's just it's always getting bumped up. And I understand it's like a sales tactic, and it's probably also like a, I don't know what I think it is, but it's, I don't know. I enjoy Thanksgiving as a holiday, time with the family and shit like that. I I don't know about you, but for me, I've always enjoyed that time. And so every time that shit gets pushed back, I think about the people that have to work that shit. And how much earlier they have to go in to have the fucking store readies now and shit. But I don't even know. I like. I'm trying to figure out like what place is open on Thanksgiving Day. Walmart, Target. When Walmart's I was working, closed. when I was no, when I was working at no, like at six o'clock, eight o'clock. You talking about in the evening on Thanksgiving on Day? On Thanksgiving Day, yeah. Now starting Black, the Black Friday sales now. No, because when I was working at Target, that would have been 2018. 2019 maybe 2017 either way they were they were we were going in at like six o'clock we weren't opening up at six o'clock yet but we had people outside that fucking door on thanksgiving day we had to fucking be there to help get the store ready to open up at like eight o'clock i think it was because i worked stocking at target when i was there overnight right but that thanksgiving day everyone was scheduled and we had to get there on Thanksgiving Day to go fucking finish up. <sighs> Getting the store ready, unloading all whatever the fuck was on sale. I don't know. It was fucking insane. Yeah, I don't do that shit. <laughs> fuck. Did you ever work retail? Yeah. I, I didn't know, like, in general. I used to work at Macy's. Oh, okay. I know you had worked at what, Avis, or what was that? Yeah, I worked, at, I worked at Avis for a while. I, I worked you, at you U-Haul. You, yeah, okay. I don't remember... I think you've told me stories about U-Haul, but I forgot about it. Yeah, we worked at I worked at U-Haul. I worked for Albert's Distributing. I can mention them because they're closed now. Who? Albert's Distributing. I worked oh. with them since I was like 15. 15 to like I went part time when I turned eighteen, and I was I honestly I was part time the whole time. Just during the summers, I'd work full time. Full time, because that shit fucked, dude. That honestly, the way it was back then, dude, you make so much fucking money. Like it was fucking nuts. Like that's why I worked the whole summer going into going into college. Paid that shit in fucking full. <sighs> paid for my apartment, paid for everything. Like paid literally everything up front and enjoyed a year of going to school and fucking off. <sighs> of course I had a kid, so maybe fucked off a little bit too much, but still. But yeah. I worked at Macy's too when I was in Houston. I got bored, so I started working at Macy's. You got bored, so you started working at Macy's? Yeah. Like, all we were doing, or all I was doing was playing Xbox and fucking going to school. Oh, so that's when you got bored and you said, I yeah. need a job. I was like, ah, I'm going to go do something. And my friend Benny, I got a job there. So I went and applied and I got the job. And then I think I lasted like a month or so. Oh, I thought you were going to say like three. No, hell no. <laughs> oh, they they fired me because of the, that, that same shit like you were talking about. The Thanksgiving shit. Oh, you weren't going to work? So I worked. The pre-Black Friday sale, which we went in, like, we had Thanksgiving. I remember driving to Austin. We had Thanksgiving. I drove back to Houston, 
went to sleep, woke up at three o'clock to go to for the Black Friday sale, right? And then we did that all day. School was closed, obviously. So we did that all day till like one or two. And dude, people are fucking nuts. Oh yeah, for sure. I told you that I, I had a lady offer me sex for fucking luggages. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, it was that good of a deal, but Jesus Christ, are you gonna sell yourself for fucking seven hundred bucks? Like I mean, fuck. I don't know what she was willing to do for the But she said anything you want? Huh? She said anything you well, want. Well she said, Is there anything anything that I can do to see if you have any in the back? And I took that as a uh Anything you want. As a form of, ma'am, I need to get you, you need to get the fuck out of here. Cause you ain't getting no fucking luggage. Yeah, it sold out? No. We just, we, they had it like, uh, the pre sale had three, and then they had another opening at oh. 10, where we put three out, and then another one at 12, where we put three out. Not my fault, she wasn't one of the first three. But yeah, no, I, I was like, I did that, and then, so we worked from three in the morning till 12. And they had us come in in the afternoon from 5 to 12. And then they wanted us to come back in at 3. And I told I told my boss, dude, I'm not coming in at 3. You don't lost your fucking mind. He's like, you don't, come, you don't show up at 3 o'clock and you're fired. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. And then not my friend. My job in Macy's. All right. And then my friend Benny called me and he's like, hey, are we going? I was like, dude. I, you can. I said, you can if you want. You can borrow my car because we're riding together. Uh-huh. So it was just like a, I was like a dude. I'm not doing this. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of Black Friday. Like I'm really, like I used to be. Oh yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like I'm not a big fan of Black Friday either. It's like uh, you can do all that shopping online and shit now. Oh, There's yeah. no reason to be that crazy. What? The way they are on Black Friday. I mean, did you see the way they were with Academy when they opened? This new one. Yeah. Like not even like Black Friday, like but just like just the grand opening of it. I will say this though, I ain't gonna lie. They gave me five hundred dollar gift card, I'd be there at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, is that what they did? Yeah, they gave like the well see they didn't say what the gifts were. But like the first five people got five hundred bucks each. I would have waited in that fucking line. I'd have went and bought me a brand new gun. That fucking gift card. But they were giving away like uh the those dollies, the wagons or whatever. Gave those away, they were giving gift cards, they're giving all kinds of shit. What day was that? Uh, last Friday and Saturday. Yeah, we're supposed to... What do we do? It's over next to Lowe's, right? Yeah. And Hobby Lobby. I haven't even seen the Hobby Lobby. You don't even go to Kyle. I mean, you're right, but... It's like two exits away. Yeah, no, it's two uh-huh. exits. Yeah, uh, It's three to get over there, but yeah. Kyle is technically two exits away. Yeah. So when I... Yeah, because when I get on the highway... You count two. Because then you take the back way to your house. What do you mean? Over by the Conoco. I mean, technically, it's, it's would be two exits. For that one. Like, leaving here. Yes. Two exits to get to, to Kyle Parkway. No. Yes. No. Because the next exit is the where the Conoco is. No. Yes. No. Motherfucker. The next one is the one that gets you to Teague's house. Then Not- the one after that gets you to the Conoco. If you're on the feeder road, yes. There's an on and then an off. Not for Teaks. Yes. No. Yes. Bro. <laughs> I <laughs> We're literally going back and forth with this shit. And there's not. Uh, when I drive home from here tonight, gonna I'm going to go. Them out. And I'm going to send you a picture of me getting on and me getting off. It's just one. Robert S. Light doesn't have an exit. Robert S. Light, you exit Buda. 
the Cabela's exit. Cabela's exit to get to Robert S. Light. Okay. Fuck it. I'll believe you. I mean, I'll believe you. Take a, take a stroll one day. Fuck. <laughs> Leave the house, goddammit. But, yep. You got anything else? You Did you have anything to add on to my rant? About what? Oh, I, I mean. Christmas and Thanksgiving. I, I mean, it's just there's not really Thanksgiving decorations, but Christmas and Halloween shit coming out way too early. I mean, Halloween's a month. When it, I think it started came, I started seeing Halloween decorations go up, or like people like them, like at Home Depot and shit. Like last week, they started putting up the displays. Oh, I've seen fucking displays up. I think it was Walmart, like two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not opposed to it. Oh, drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, but you're special. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that always your excuse? Yeah, I mean, I you to- don't like my opinion. Oh, you're special. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, like, I mean, again. Fuck, you're ranting and raving over nothing. That's a big deal, to be honest with you. Like, it's decorations. Are you going to buy them? I mean, no. Then what the fuck does it matter? Come on, Karen. <laughs> Jesus. We're going uh, to have to rename this show fucking Karen and Gator. You know what really grinds my gears? Pumpkin people. spice. People in this world. T-Swift. Swifties. Swifties. <laughs> And the losers of the world. God damn it. Who's the losers? <sighs> they <laughs> yeah. root for the Cowboys. All right. They root for the Cowboys, those sons of bitches. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else? Nah, that's it, dude. I mean, we... Oh, you know what? I, I think I found us a, 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 a random special guest next week. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get... We're going to get old fucking... I think I'm going to go get a Cotton Eye Joe from fucking Kentucky. <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah. Mason's worker, he's like, what do he say? Say, yeah, get me on that podcast while you have all them listeners, blah blah blah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I said, whatever you say, Sonny Jim. So, yeah, all we'll right. see. We'll see. If we can't get Hunter on next week. All right. Let's see. If we can't get you to go past fucking your exit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, this motherfucker. We're gonna we're gonna move mountains. <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us tonight. We appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. And we out.